0: And welcome to another edition of Wrestling is Trash, a non podcast to where we talk about professional wrestling, past, present, and quite possibly the future. First and foremost, you know what this is. Well, you probably don't. But what this is, I am doing a review of night one of WrestleMania and a preview for night two of WrestleMania. Before I get into the WrestleMania cards separately and as a whole, fuck Hulk Hogan. Fuck Hulk Hogan. Fuck Hulk Hogan. There. So I got that out of my system. I ain't going to talk about him no more the rest of the night. And uh, that's what it's all about. (laughs) But yeah, Mm -hmm. uh, I got to watch night one yesterday. It was an amazing show. I got all kind of lights going on right now. Let me see if I can fix some of this real quick. But uh it was good. I don't think night 2 has anything that um I'm really excited for. Obviously they're going to go out there and uh do things, but Oh, w- w- what did Hulk do now? I mean, he he exists. He's still alive. That's what he's doing. That that's that's what's happening right now. He he can go the fuck home. That's what he can do. <laughs> now, nah, same old shit. I'm not apologizing for being a racist. Same old shit. But uh, let me, boom, get some blue, some blue lights going on. All right. But yeah, I ain't I ain't talking about that dude. Fuck that guy. Uh yeah, but night 2, man. Um let me pull up the card. I I got it. No, I got it here on the computer. I just want to go through the match list real quick. We got the um female I don't know why I said it like that. We got the women's tag team title match. Um, Natalia and Tamina now they, um, they won in the tag team turmoil match on night one which was like a cluster in itself but still pretty good for what it was um they could have went a number of ways but I am not upset that Natalia and Tamina won because I look at it in a sense of who is this? We got somebody cashing in. What's up, man?
1: <laughs> hey, what's up, B. Good to be back.
0: Hey, and then you got your Becky. Is that the Becky Lynch shirt?
1: Yes, sir. Um, yesterday was the first day uh, back in the gym in two months because uh, man, I've had a lot of crap happen to my house <laughs> in that storm. Um, but you know what? I, I got to tell you, B. Rob, I'll I'll break sort of like my prediction here uh, for the first time, and that is that I think Becky's going to return the night after. After WrestleMania, yeah, that's what all this night one, night two stuff is. They're like, Oh man, she's gonna come back. What's she gonna do? Like, attack Rhea Ripley? Like, I don't really see necessarily a great reason for her to come back. But the night after, there's always some big things, you know, there's always some big things that happen. So, why not? Why not have Becky return?
0: Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, it makes all the sense, man. It's just like, um. Whenever they had, there was another previous picture of her that was floating around of her in the gym as well or whatever. I was like, yeah, she she's she ready, ready. It's just, um, you know, they got a baby. So it's a whole different set of circumstances now. So, I mean, you know, yeah. she probably, she's probably ready physically, but she's probably not ready mentally to get back in there and get be away from the baby yet.
1: Yeah, that's, that's true. I can't imagine trying to uh, give it a go, you know, and get in there and stuff like that. Like, you know, right after having a kid, you know, I know that. And, you know some people are like oh well, you know seth's doing it but it's kind of like these people that say like oh you know we had a baby and it's been rough on us like okay but it wasn't we it wasn't we you know and there's plenty of tiktok videos that talk about that uh so i won't get into that but seth it's it's different you know yeah. it, it's something where you know your body doesn't have to really physically get back into shape and things like that he's, he's been just gunning it you know he's just been doing everything he needs to do and stuff like that so you know she's the one who really has to think about like you said, mentally, physically, can you be away from the child um, yeah. and all that kind of stuff? But maybe, maybe, maybe,
0: maybe. but just um, I'm still going over night one, um, but kind of ties into night two. We had the tag team turmoil match to determine a contender for night two uh, for the women's tag titles. Tamina and Natalia did win and we had a whole bunch of viable options in this match. We had the uh, Riot squad that would have been a good uh, winner. I mean, which would have been a good WrestleMania moment had they had that title opportunity for them to win. Also, um, the storyline between uh, Lana and Naomi and them against the current tag team champions of uh, Shayna Baszler and uh, freaking, I'm about to say Nyla Rose. <laughs> 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 uh, got
1: the, um, a little similar with the with the strength and the power and stuff, but yeah, Nia Jax, yeah, absolutely. Nia
0: Jax. Um, which you I mean they have history there, so that would have made sense for them to win. Um, we also had Billy Kay and Carmella, which was kind of the dark horse or whatever, because it was just kind of like a hodgepodge. And Billy Kay is doing her own thing or whatnot, which they could have made made sense had they won, but they didn't go that route. They went with Tamina and Natalia, and I don't have an issue with this because I'm looking at it at the fact of you have a. One in Tamina that has never really had a WrestleMania moment at all, and she's been with the company for so long, so it's almost like um, the company is acknowledging her and you know giving her that opportunity, that moment. And Natalia is a veteran, and you know when you have a veteran in the company, which with Tamina and Natalia, you look at it as how long they've been there. We calling them veterans and everything and whatnot they don't have that much time left. The Riot Squad, Naomi, Carmella, and the rest of those girls that we named in the match, which I, uh, I forgot about Mandy Rose and um, Dana Brooke. Mandy Rose bust her ass. But um, <laughs> they got a little more time left. I mean, you know, things change. You know, they could leave tomorrow and be like, you know, I want to have a family and do some other shit. But they probably have a little more longevity than Natalia and Tamina does.
1: yeah. Uh, absolutely. You know, I think I think that it was great, um, especially because, you know, I follow Natalia not so much Tamina, because, you know, I mean, I don't know really why seen we follow Natalia. Was,
0: Natalia be slapping the, the sister on the titties and shit.
1: Well, yeah, that, that's a whole different show that, you know, I don't think that's ever going to be on Peacock because uh, there's there's all kinds of stuff there.
0: It's all somebody um, cock.
1: <laughs> but, <laughs> um, you know, the, the thing is. Um, you look at Natalia, and she was saying, you know, consider us champions and we're title stealers and we're all this stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, when? Like, you're not even, it reminded me of like our truth coming out during the ladder match. You know, it's like, you're not even in the match. You know, like, I didn't know how that was going to happen. And so tag team turmoil was perfect for that. And I don't know why, when I saw them especially come out last, I was like, oh, they're going to, they're going to do this. You know, they're definitely going to do this. I feel like, you know, Billy Kay and Carmella, it's not as much like, you know, committed to the the role are committed to the situation. And so too with the riot squad, it just doesn't seem like they're really that over. The only thing that concerns me, me Rob is sort of like with Rhea Ripley. And we can get into that talking about, you know, night two in a little bit, but I feel like she's building it up so much, you know, like consider us champions. And they just did a promo that was on Instagram. I think it was like maybe 30 minutes ago or something, you know, like it's a special message and it just seems like they're building it up so much that they're going to lose, you know, to a team that in Nia Jackson, and Shayna Baszler, which seem I'm not going to say necessarily over, but I mean, they seem, you know, fun to watch and they seem uh, intriguing, you know, as a team. And they, they both have this charisma, you know, they both have like the charisma, whether it's the sort of physical, uh, you know, power and displays of strength and things like that, that Nia Jax has. Or Shayna, who, as we saw in NXT Houston, um, even in those days, just has a ring presence. I mean, she just commands it yeah. and can totally take over the show.
0: Now. With the thing, I know we're getting ahead tonight, too, or whatever. But um, I see either going, it, going either way. It's a 50-50 thing. It's a coin toss of who could win this match. Because regardless of uh, who wins, I mean, you have a heels, essentially, with the title. And we have now two shows after WrestleMania to where they can just pull some kind of flashy switcheroo on Raw or either freaking... Smackdown, you know. So I mean, shit's still up in the air. We I mean we could have even threw NXT in there as a viable, you know, somebody to come up to challenge for those, but they have their own set of titles now. So we don't even have to worry about that no more. But reviewing night one, the opener, we had the almighty Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. Sir, I need your thoughts on this match.
1: Um, I, I thought that was a great match. And I'll be honest with you. I mean, I, I like Drew McIntyre, and I saw him in 3MB and the, you know, scrumming the guitars. And oh, I, I feel sorry for him, just like with Jinder Maul. It's like they all deserve WWE Championship reigns, even though Slater, you know, left before the end of that and, you know, stuff like that. But anyway, the other two guys ended up champions. Um, but, you know, Drew McIntyre isn't someone who I like love to watch. You know, it's not like you're going to have like a, you know, fantastic match or, you know, uh, things you've never seen before like Kevin Owens or Seth Rollins may bring but he just has like this physical presence and so you know to go up against someone like Bobby Lashley who to me kind of bores me sometimes you know because it's like oh he's holding him and he's gonna do a suplex and the whole blood to the head thing it's almost kind of like Goldberg where it, it makes sense and I understand how that's that's a thing um but it's sort of like just kind of uh almost like, you know, a rugby kind of thing where they're just kind of, like, you know, holding each other and it's a circle. There's not a lot of, like, you yeah. know, fun action and, like, our acrobatics going on. But I'll tell you what, those two guys really put on a clinic. Um, and it was it was a lot of fun to watch. Um, and the fact that, you know, the Claymore, it just seemed to never connect. And so when he set up, especially that whole 3-2-1, was, oh, that's never going to happen. And, you know, lo and behold, you know, he ends up... I, I do think it sucks that they had the distraction from MVP because those two guys were going at it like so well. And it seemed like Lashley was able to put on the hurt lock good enough that a miss Claymore could turn into a bounce off the rope and then, you know, put him in the hurt lock for that last time. I don't think he necessarily needed MVP for the interference just in terms of story.
0: Yeah. Um, I see what you're saying. And I believe if you were going to use that as a distraction, it needed to be a better one, but with the confidence of uh, Drew McIntyre, I believe he can turn that around in a good promo. You know, I took my eye off the ball. You know, <laughs> and, and, yeah. something in that bastard MVP. He distracted <laughs> me, and, and you know, and he, he he can turn it around in a promo. I I, I have confidence in him in his abilities or whatnot. So he can turn yeah. that around in a promo real easy. Um, I was surprised that Lashley kept it, and it goes back to what i was saying about Natalia and Tamina he's a veteran as well you know he this is a redeemable moment in some uh redemption for Bobby Lashley you know he he's back in the company and this is almost like They paying they paying him back for all that bullshit with Sammy and his sisters and all that shit the whole (laughs) crap with Lana. Basically,
1: being like Dean Malenko in the early two thousands, where it's like he has like a relationship, you know, and it's like I'm in love with Lita, and it's like, well, this isn't believable at all. Um, and the whole thing, like, I'm gonna marry Lana. I'm like, wasn't she just like with Rusev, and he's still with the company, and they're like still married, and you can look at Instagram, and they're still doing things together. This makes no dang sense. Yeah, you know, so. I mean, you know, you could see them, uh, you know, paying him back. And, you know, the thing is, Bobby, he, he's impressed me, you know. Um, he's always been physically impressive, but just not necessarily fun to watch. And I think the Hurt Business has been, like, the perfect thing to allow him to seem like a big deal. As opposed to Leo Rush, where you can basically just hold your nose and be like, the almighty Bobby Lashley. And it's like, <laughs> this is not going to win. Like, this is, you know what I mean? Just Everything is like... Him being the whatever that guy's name is, like Robert Robert Strauss, I guess it is in NXT, where it's like, nobody can beat these men. And it's like, yeah, they're they're probably gonna lose. Yeah. And lo and behold, he, he would when yeah. Leo Rush was was in that arrangement. But the Hurt business, it just seems legit. Ever since Raw Underground, I mean, I don't know, B Rob, do you feel like Raw Underground was almost a thing just to turn uh the Hurt business into like legitimacy and get Omos into some sort of situation too?
0: Well, I mean, almost came of that, so I don't know if it was specifically for that purpose. But I mean, I see where you're coming from with it. I mean, I, who knows? Because it was there, so it came in so fast, so hard, and it, it was gone. You know, quicker than it, you know it came in. So, you know, it, who knows? Who knows? It's I, Club. You know, I mean, we're, we're number one about
1: Raw Underground is you can't talk about Raw Underground. You know, exactly. like, that, that wasn't a thing. That wasn't a thing. We don't do it anymore. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So Drew McIntyre took the loss on this one and um i'm not mad about it that that whole sequence what you was referencing with the the freaking hurt lock turnbuckle roll through or whatever that was beautiful i I was like i i applauded that i i audibly applauded that in my chair as i watched it on my ipad i was like
1: i couldn't believe it i mean they kept it on you know because like usually there'll be something when they do you know a spot like that where it's like you see the arm but then they have to kind of like you know cinch in the second arm and you're like "Eh, they almost got that I mean they nailed it like it doesn't matter what angle what seat you were sitting in uh where you were being rained on in raymond james stadium you could probably see it and it was just done to a t i mean it looked like he was putting them out it looked like he was like really locking it in
0: mm-hmm. yeah I, I That's believe. Hard they, to do yeah i believe they're still gonna have some uh they're gonna try to get some more juice out of this feud here it might continue on but we'll see because we still supposedly you know if you listen to the internet fan base uh, Brock Lesnar is in the wings. And then um, we also have Keith, Keith Lee that'll be coming back. So, I mean, potential matchups. Anyway, yeah. next, next thing we got on the card: Cesaro and Seth Rollins. <laughs> this whole night I enjoyed Seth Rollins. It's just his promos and just everything that he said and everything. It was it it, it entertained me. I was very, very amused. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. Um, you know, and it's funny because, like, you know, there's been people talking about, you know, the Seth Rollins drip, and it just kind of started out as a joke. And then he started to really take it off on, you know, Instagram, you know, and WWE runs with it too. And they're like, oh, you know, look at the drip and respect the drip and all this. And you know what's um, funny so- about
0: the, You say, you know, they've been taking advantage of it on Instagram. Ever since he started coming out wearing those uh, crazy looking suits, every <laughs> last one of those suits has been popping up on my Instagram feed, the ads for him and shit, the, the red <laughs> coat with the black fur the goddamn the purple cloud looking suit, the goddamn the flame suit that he had on for the Hall of Fame. All that shit has been popping up on my Instagram feed.
1: (laughs) That's weird. I mean, I guess I don't ever mention anything about it. I just kind of see it and go on. But it's like if you think about it and Instagram knows that like you, you know, keep your your, uh, you know, scroll on on that screen the whole time or you tell somebody about it, it always pops up. It doesn't matter what it is. You know, the fact that I
0: secret marketing as well. I mean, yeah, I can have
1: smart food, you know, right behind me or whatever. Uh, and it's like, I'll probably have smart food as an ad on Instagram. They'll be like, oh, yeah, you know, get some more of that. Yeah, it's man. weird. But uh, and then him coming smart through food, the flames. Smart, I mean, food,
0: smart food, smart food. I'm about to see if <laughs> yeah. we're going to test this theory. We, uh, smart food. Smart food. Smart food.
1: Smart <laughs> food, y'all. Smart food, Seth Rollins, last night. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he came through. He came through flames, you know, and uh, that was that was really cool. And, you know, it just seemed like with, you know, Embrace the vision and everything that, and especially momentum wise, like if you're on DraftKings Kings betting, I guess I got in a little late, so I didn't get to, you know, join that pool or whatever, but you would predict against Cesaro. Cause I mean, he's never won at WrestleMania. So why would tonight be the night, especially with, you know, Seth smart food, drip Rollins, you know, getting up there, um, you know, how, how would he beat him? And that was impressive. That was very impressive. I felt like the swings actually really connected, not just physically with like the number of them. I think it was like 23. And then also the fans, you know, they, they connected with it too. I mean, there really did seem to be a Cesaro section. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, I was just so happy for him because, you know, you always talk about, oh, this guy didn't really need the win or this guy did. I think it was really good for Cesaro to get a win at WrestleMania and for, you know, the higher ups there to see how, you know, just like over and like loved he is by, you know, a good chunk of the fan base.
0: Um, a thing that concerned me about that whole match or whatever, uh, they had the, uh, where they were selling his arm, like he hurt his arm. I, I felt like he really hurt his shit, <laughs> you know? Yeah, was, that was, was a little It was like he wasn't, he wasn't pretending. I, I feel like he really hurt his shit or whatever. And, um, uh, and if he didn't, you know, I'm glad because, I mean, that's a testament to him as a in-ring performer or whatever. He had me feeling his pain and whatnot because yeah. it, it just didn't feel right. It felt like he really hurt himself. But well, and um, then, okay,
1: think, think about it like this, right? You have a match that's earlier in the night w- where which features the Kimura, you know? When you look at the Kimura lock, like, multiple times, and, you know, Lashley isn't backstage, like, favoring his arm or something like that, and yet you have a match where, you know, Seth Rollins is not known for his arm bars or his arm anything. So it is strange to have Cesaro favor that arm if he didn't indeed hurt himself. And remember, folks, you know, this is a guy who literally um, broke his teeth on live TV. So, I mean... Yeah and kept fighting you know, is, he gives it his all and that's why he's got the the black you know mouthpiece for the last I don't know 3 years or something probably I, I might be overshooting that a little bit but it's been a while
0: yeah and um it is great to hear commentary you know hype up that fact that you know this is his first singles match at WrestleMania they also played up his accolades about how successful he was in tag teams every tag team that he has been a part of he has won championship gold so you know, I'm oh, yeah. glad for him Absolutely. to put those accolades up. They, um, they touted Seth as well or whatever, but they'd only added to, you know, what Cesaro was able to accomplish tonight. And that was a victory.
1: Oh, yeah. Go Cesaro, you know. And, and, you know, maybe this won't be the last time he wins at WrestleMania either. You know, it's not like some, you know, latent career win or something like that that he ends up, you know, retiring right after it or something like that. I mean, I could see big things for him. Like, why couldn't he be the icy picture, especially if Apollo wins tonight. You know, I mean, why not?
0: Ooh, I got some words for that when we get to it. <laughs> but um, AJ Styles and almost versus the New Day for the Raw Tag Team Championships. I kind of felt that it was going to go this way. But, yeah. But it was just like I still didn't want to come to terms with it. For whatever reason, it was just like it didn't make sense to me, but it is what it is. I posted a picture immediately after this match or whatever, because AJ Styles and almost won the titles. I posted a picture of Braun Strowman and Nicholas because that's what it reminded me of.
1: (laughs) Yes. You know, it's funny. Right when you mentioned that and and watching that match, I was like, this feels like a Braun Strowman thing. I totally forgot about Nicholas. Oh, my goodness. How did I forget this? This is possibly the biggest pop of the night at 34 besides Ronda Rousey. You know, Mm -hmm. when when uh, Nicholas won the title, you know? So, um, uh, you know, the, the thing about it is, and, and, you know, this isn't the first time they've done you know, isolations. Like let's say with you know, great Khali or someone like that, they have to kind of isolate, you know, no, oh, you don't want this guy in the match. No, oh, you don't want big show in the match and different things like that. But in this case, you know, I was hoping to see some more. I was hoping to see maybe a little like doomsday device action. And, oh, they're not almost down, but then maybe he gets up. Maybe they do win, but this just seems so like, like academic almost like early 2000s kind of match you know mm-hmm. um with the the chicken heel you know and yeah. the big guy that's with him almost like you, know, you can see like Shane McMahon or someone else getting a Braun Strowman or yeah. a big show or whoever
0: i, I had big uh, i had big Viscera vibes on this one
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes that's a big daddy v stuff right there uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't but, think about that one uh, mm-hmm. i guess cuz strowman's more recent um you know and more of just that kind of the power that nuisance who literally has a train sound you know for, for a move that he does Um, but Viscera yeah that that's the one like the corporate ministry you'd put in Viscera and then you'd have like some little wiry guy and oh well, once Viscera gets in he's literally going to land on top of you and win the match
0: yeah I, I don't know what I was expecting I, I thought we was going to get more out of almost but I mean it made sense or whatever but you know they was like, why'd you take it off the hurt business, and you know, just for this to happen? Look, yeah. Look at look at it, look at it. Would you have rather the hurt business as much praise and accolades that we give them in the position that the New Day was in in this match? Hell, no. You know, you don't want to do that yeah. to Cedric Alexander. You damn sure don't want to do that to Shelton Benjamin. I mean, it just it wouldn't look right aesthetically to me. It just like seeing that it just doesn't compute. But when you put the New Day in there, just Xavier Woods and Kofi, it made all the sense, you know, because it kind of fit fit that character of them or whatever. It's just like shenanigans, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, you don't want to see that happen in the Hurt Business. Like, oh, here comes a big guy, you know, and he's beating around cruiserweights. And then it just seems like that whole theory that Vince likes, you know, the big guys. Oh, there it is. Like, oh, he's knocking down a guy and he's knocking down Shelton Benjamin, who isn't the biggest guy, mm-hmm. at least, Cause you like- know? And- because it's like, what, what are we doing here? You know, but I could imagine a really epic match between um, Hurt Business and New Day. Mm-hmm. You know, that could have been really awesome, too. And maybe MVP provides some inter- interference. But then you also have the third member of the New Day. And so all of a sudden you have this intriguing match of like three on three, even though it's just a tag match.
0: Yeah. Uh, what was great about that? They got Biggie to be there for their entrance and everything in their backstage interview and whatnot. So that was cool. I, I enjoyed that. Oh, but, yeah. I mean not much to be said or whatever who knows you know we have the night after wrestlemania and smackdown and all that stuff coming up so i mean it could be the same similar situation how we're speaking about with the women's titles or whatnot. it could just be gone in the blink of an eye so it remains to be yep. seen Braun strowman and shane mcmahon in a steel cage match um it was there <laughs>
1: you, you didn't know? like it be wrong.
0: Fifty-one-year-old uh, shaming man flying off the top of his cage, getting dropped on his high high end of his shoulders and neck or whatever scared me. But I mean, <laughs> hey, I don't know what else I was expecting. I, I'm glad he went in the ring instead of than out of the ring.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, no jumping through tables. Like yeah. remember, I, I forget what it was, y'all. You know, so forgive me on this. But uh, where he did, I guess he does like the elbow drop the Undertaker, and he literally just bounced off the table. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like, blew, I was like, "Oh, button. that was not supposed to happen." Yeah, he blew out his belly button doing that shit. <laughs> he said that the impact was so forceful, he landed so flat on that bag that it was poof. like
1: a, just like a bounce. I was like, "Oh, I think he's supposed to land on him and go through, yeah. not like bounce off him. Like he's landing on some sort of you know crash pad at uh you know a water park where he just like bounces off the you know and then leapfrogs into the water or something like that. It's very different.
0: Yeah, but."
1: What did you think about the result, though? I mean, I was very happy that Braun Strowman actually won. Yes. You know, especially WWE with its anti-bullying campaign. You know, it's going to be for everyone called stupid, and then he's going to lose. Oh, no, that's right. The bully wins. Sorry.
0: Yeah, and then it's just like, he could have worded that better. For everybody to have been called stupid. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, everyone, every big man who's disadvantaged or whatever, you know, who always treated like, Junk by the little guys out there, you know, something like that. Um, yeah. and by the way, uh,
0: I, bullied, bullied.
1: Do mean, you remember? We Interview, well, I, I hate it bully, kinda, you know? yeah, exactly, right? You know, but is it, isn't it just kind of a repeat in a way, like especially with the hopscotch that they showed, you know, in the previews of Shane McMahon with the big show, you know, and and, and you know, things like that? Um, yeah. where it's like, oh, he's so dumb, you know, like, oh, let me draw a line here to prevent him from going past it, you know, and different things like that. It's like brains versus brawn you know like i mean i guess it's a kind of neat idea you know and i mean the jersey always looks good you know shane's always got some good wrestlemania jerseys and stuff but it just seemed like it was oversimplified whereas i don't know maybe shane could have like let's say Braun looks at him as like entitled and Braun's like the workhorse you know and the hard worker you know it doesn't have to be like a bully versus someone who isn't smart you know so it's like well this is for the stupid people but like i said i'm really glad braun won because mm-hmm. i get tired of shane you know like barely surviving against you know kurt angle or you know different people like that and then he goes and wins you know it's like he's literally getting thrown through glass windows but oh he just happened to land on him and he covers him for the three count like
0: i love the Miz at that last wrestlemania match they had
1: <laughs> yes
0: also yes, exactly. I mean, you speaking about similarities and everything you know with um Sh- and man had that feud with the big show and it was very similar or whatever. We just had this not too long ago with Nia Jax and uh, what uh Alexa Bliss at WrestleMania. Oh
1: yes <laughs> Oh the the thud heard around the Superdome oh my God oh my God do, do, you, remember, do you remember that I don't know if you remember that from 34? Mm-hmm. Woo man that's just I mean she bounced off the canvas. Like there's just no way to make that you know like like an acrobatic kind of jump fall. Like oh no she that was the thud yeah on that one
0: but whatever yeah, it's just it goes to show you his standing in the company to where like they didn't really have shit for him to do but they was able to pull something together to give him a singles match on wrestlemania so that shows <laughs> you his value within the company that won yes. and, it, and it and it could have been anybody but it was shane fucking mcmahon you know they, they still yeah. value him even though they don't have nothing for him and he's still got a singles match a one-on-one match at wrestlemania you know be with yeah
1: it be. and you know I mean, i'm sure guys like you know ricochet and some of those others again you know some of the smaller guys um you know cedric Alexander, you know, all, all kinds of people like that who don't have a match you know or don't have a premier spot you know in in the card or anything like that they must feel slighted you know they, they must feel slighted. I mean I don't know if you saw. And no, I'm not like a Leo Rush fan, but the guy known as uh, you know Leo Rush, Lionel Green, um, he I guess responded to some tweet or whatever about like you know Logan Paul coming tonight or whatever, and he's like, okay, but they had to lay off hundreds of people for this, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that but, was a yeah. I remember that because they had the well, sometimes uh, celebrity
1: value as we'll we'll talk about. I'm sure you know I don't want to take take your your card or anything like that, but you know, definitely mean, something to talk about there.
0: Speaking of celebrity involvement, that was the next match. It was Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus The Miz and Morrison, which, man, this was a show stealer, you know? Yes. It it, it really was. This this is like match number two on the night, right up under goddamn Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks, for me, personally.
1: Yes, I I think it was match number two. And, you know, some people will be like, oh, well, you know, people are just capitalizing on Bad Bunny's popularity or whatever. Why wouldn't you? I think he was i think he was great and honestly all he is a celebrity you know yeah. um you know he is uh you know very popular not just in like reggaeton and stuff like that but for people who forget um he was in that song i like it you know with cardi b mm-hmm. and Jay balvin like another really popular artist you know who's crossed over into things like you know trolls world, world tour among other things yeah and you know he, he has value you know he has like 32 million followers on instagram um and has some of the most popular songs you know there, there's some people on twitter like wrestling personalities that you know people who are like into uh you know wrestling and they do podcasts or whatever that talk about how important bad bunny is and it's like okay you don't need to do that every day like we get it he's he's important i understand some people don't know him but i think a lot of people do and i think he really showed it if you don't know who he is a lot of people became believers
0: on night one i, I downloaded book of t you know that the song yeah. that he made called book of t yes. and, and, and it wasn't because it was bad money, is because he did a song about Booker T. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, I can't understand the mix of it. I can't understand the, the vast majority of the song, but <laughs> just because it was about Booker T. From what I can understand, I downloaded it. <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely, absolutely. Well, I, you I'm know,
0: part of, I'm part of the machine. I'm a part of the problem in some aspects. I just. <laughs> oh, oh download it's just
1: some catchy songs like i mean i know an intermediate understanding of spanish or he has got some catchy yeah. songs where it's like if you kind of get some of the hooks of his songs and stuff like that you can sing along even if you don't know and i mean he can go a mile a minute sometimes mm-hmm. you know and you know he's but but he also did in the match too i mean i was i was so amazed i thought it'd be i thought it was going to be closer to snooki than it would be to even like let's say Stephen Amel or mm-hmm. something like that but as i said uh in our you know iphone wrestling chat with some of our you know friends and things like that i said I think that this is the best celebrity match in the last 10 years. Uh, if, if not, even more if than not that. ever,
0: if not ever.
1: <laughs> Cause I thought it'd be like, you know, he'd, he'd be doing little things and it'd be mostly Damien Priest. And I guess, I do maybe it's a way to get Damien Priest over, you know? And then he does like a couple little splashes, like the one that he did. And I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, it's a WrestleMania moment in a way, but there's lots of people who've done that. But then he goes and does the Canadian destroyer. I mean, what the heck, man? Like, where did not that come that?
0: from? Not, not even the Canadian destroyers would impress me or whatever. It's just daggone him and hanging in there, getting his ass beat that whole time. Oh <laughs> prior yeah. To. and then um, you know, the tandem offense whatever they did the freaking Falcon Arrow and shit together, whatever, which was. Or, to,
1: I'm, I'm I'm coining a new term, B Rob. How about the Bunny Conrana? Bunny mm-hmm. Conrana. I'm really surprised Michael Cole didn't. Capitalize on that,
0: you know. The bunny. Uh, com- well, I mean, they, they they riding heavy with the bunny destroyer or whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Bunnies can fly. That's that's what he said.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> bunnies but- do fly. It, it, was, it was impressive. And then what I liked from the oh, commentary his
1: too. Oh, my God, that was that was pretty amazing. That, that was yeah, the best interview said- of the night besides maybe yeah. Seth.
0: Yeah, I said he wrote in on Optimus Prime and shit. Coming. <laughs> 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 but I mean I, I was impressed with his performance or whatever and what I liked about the commentary and the interviews leading up into like even on the pre-show or whatever they everyone touted about how much of a fan he is of professional wrestling and whatnot and they put yeah. that over real big and and it shows or whatever one of the things that made me know that he knew and that you know with from um, training and whatnot before he got in the ring he wiped his feet Before you got in the ring. So I I was like, I was looking for it. I wanted to see if he was going to do it. And I was like, ah, he did it. He did There you go. (laughs) And
1: then then holding the tag rope. A lot of people were talking about that because, I mean, it's like we just forget that. You know, people come to the middle of the ring. People dive. They do all kinds of junk, you know, just to be able to like tag in. And and they're not holding the rope. And the tradition is, you know, you hold that rope so that you're close enough to your corner, you know, so as not to be just a total
0: like cheater or whatever. And um, and it was over the rope and not through the ropes. You had yes, people, people uh, disregard that. And as well. then slow stuff. You hold you know, the tag like rope and you had to over come over the top rope to tag, not through yeah. The rope, oh,
1: absolutely. You know, absolutely. Like honestly, I can't tell you too much other than doing stuff with Bad Bunny. I can't tell you too much that Damian Priest did. Yeah, you know, and and that's that's incredible. You know and, what? What and celebrity goes, is carried through a
0: match? Yeah, and it kind of goes with the whole thing about you know Damian Priest was added to the match this was going to be a match regardless and he was just added to the match just kind of as a a precaution to limit morrison's involvement you know yeah but it wound up being a tag match which a lot of us thought was going to be the case from the get-go regardless but they really made it seem as if priest was just added to the match as you know an extra precaution
1: yeah and you know speaking of speaking of that though you know speaking of um kind of seeing the match coming or whatever i remember when what well, i think i want to say it was royal rumble where uh, bad bunny was there and he performed you know, booker t and it was kind of like you know cross promotion or whatever um i told my girl and i think i told y'all on chat if not actually like, tweeting this out but i said i said i'm telling you right now bad bunny is going to be in a wrestlemania match oh yeah i was like i know it's like two months away or whatever but just just give it time i was like he's probably not going to do anything he's going to be like the rock and just kind of like oh i'm in hollywood or whatever they yeah. show some commercial for a movie during the show yeah i thought it was going to be a WrestleMania he was there like every freaking Raw leading up to WrestleMania. I mean, he made more appearances than Brock Lesnar on the road to WrestleMania. You know, for a typical year.
0: I thought ultimately when he first showed up, it was going to end in a performance at WrestleMania. But... It 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 turns into like
1: physical, you know, and it turns into a match. It
0: did lead to a performance at WrestleMania.
1: (laughs) Yes. Well, see, there you go. I mean, you know, it could be a physical performance. It could be a concert performance. You know? I mean... Gosh, you know it's funny because he says like you know estoy en mi peak, you know, which of course just a little Spanish It's like you know I'm at my peak, and I'm like already like you're at your peak. I mean like you know there's nowhere to go, but I mean hey, if this is your peak, that's that's incredible, you know what he's doing. And um, I found out the thing about the 2032 that's emblazoned across his chest is that apparently he thinks that his last tour is going to be 2032, and he's I think 27 right now, so he'd be like 39 in WWE terms. He'd probably have a good decade after that. Word. <laughs> Okay. Probably <laughs> against Goldberg at WrestleMania 50 or something. Oh, I don't no, know.
0: no, Shh, shh, shh.
1: <laughs> Or The Undertaker. The Undertaker, B-Rob.
0: How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Oh,
1: <laughs> That's right. You all know it. it. 60 years of Taker or something. I don't know. I lost count, but it, they'll have a celebration.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you go in the Hall of Fame next year in in Dallas. And he'll come
1: out as the American badass. You'll love it even more because he'll come out to roll in my limp biscuit. So it'll just like totally sacrifice his legacy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just moused myself. Um, <laughs> but Bad Bunny, uh, congratulations to that guy. Congratulations to Miz and Morrison and Damian Priest. You know, making his re- a young guy right hot off the um, freaking bench for, from NXT or whatever. Already in his first WrestleMania match, um, Miz and Morrison, uh, true professionals, they gave bad money the business. He he took some kicks to the head or whatever. They made him earn it. And oh, I yeah. appreciate that. Hey,
1: by the way, B Rob, I was wrong about one thing though. Remember, we were at NXT Houston and we actually saw Damian Priest. It was one of his first matches, if I'm not mistaken, if not the, mm. um, you know, at least that we had heard of. And you're like, man, I could see this guy being a big deal. And I'm like, uh, eh, maybe. I just see him being like one of these guys that. You know, he competes for like the North American Championship or something. He stays in NXT for a couple years and then maybe goes to SmackDown. And I don't know, maybe he turns into Alistair Black and it's like, you know, meteoric rise and then nothing really happens after that. Or maybe he becomes something. I didn't see him coming up this fast and, mm-hmm. you know, this intense with the whole Bad Bunny angle and everything. I mean, they supposedly messed up his Bugatti and everything else. I mean, who knows if that, you know, whose that is or if it's rented mm-hmm. or whatever. But I mean, car angles? I mean, who is he? Like Stone Cold Steve Austin? I mean, they made this guy a a big deal, you know?
0: So we spent more time on that than anything else on the card so far. But to (laughs) wrap up night one, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair, which Michael Cole put some stank on it. He's like the first two black women (laughs) to daggone perform in the main event of WrestleMania for a WWE championship. I was like, Damn. Oh, we're just saying
1: it now. We're I just was saying it af-
0: now. I thought he was gonna say African American, go somewhat of political correctness, but he's like two black women.
1: Or like, women of color or you know, something like that, you know. Yeah, like,
0: woman of color, something, but he's just like black women.
1: Like, black women, you know, and I mean people like have immortalized that it's like eleven seconds of soundbite on YouTube or on Twitter or something like that. But yes, oh wow, we, we just saying out loud now. <laughs>
0: but um That's great. I, I, but um, somebody said Michael – well, a lot of people was complaining on internet about Michael Cole. They said he fucked up on something. On the commentary. end –
1: I thought he had a great night. Like, I would say, like, man, he was so good at his job. And, you know, I mean, he was just hitting every moment and, and like building the excitement, you know, especially with the fans being back and everything. What did he, he say? Made, I missed it. He messed up the finish. He messed up the finish. Okay, so – what happens is, you know, Bianca hits the K.O.D. He's like, K.O.D. She's got the cover one, two, and I check out by Sasha, and everyone's cheering and stuff like that. And oh. he actually corrected it as everyone's like cheering and stuff. He's like, "I thought she got the shoulder up." I mean, I was oh. I was fooled. It was so close or something, you know. And oh, um, I think good. it was Joe that kind of protected him, you know, from that point. But I was like, "Oh, he did so well all night, and he messed up the finish." And unfortunately, okay. people are going to remember what went on last and. You know, people might grill him for that,
0: even though I thought he did great. Yeah, I mean, that ain't, that ain't no big deal. Because I, I can kind of – because looking at the pin and how it was done and whatnot from their angle, you know, it might have looked like that. Because when she, she had it stacked up real tight and everything, and when the three-count hit, she pulled back on her or whatever. So it looked like she might have kicked out. And, you know, audio and, you know, the line of sight is different in the arena yeah, rather than us watching yeah,
1: you know, you watch NXT Houston, and it's such a easy view and stuff like that. But WrestleMania is such a spectacle that you know it's like these open stadiums, and it's such a huge, like sort of panoramic view. It's a lot harder to see around pillars and all kinds of yeah. other stuff going on. And
0: can't fall that um, man for that.
1: But but honestly, honestly, you know the thing about that and and the pin and everything, you know, this gives you like definitive evidence that these announcers they really don't know what's going to happen at least sometimes i mean this is a huge finish michael cole wasn't in that finish room because if he was he would know exactly when to say it's a three you know count or whatever so of course wwe much like when carmella or sorry james ellsworth won the first women's money in the bank match oh, they'll just edit that out we'll just we'll just pretend that didn't happen and, and i promise you on uh, smackdown when they show the highlight package cole's call won't be in there yeah. It'll it'll just be like what whatever else you know the fan pop, or you know, whatever happened after, but that was a great yeah.
0: match. It'll be one, two, and then it'll just cut off and do some cinematic shit and be like ding, 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 bell. Yeah, one,
1: two. Yeah. It shows like you know, some Ellison Bay reaction, you know, like
0: oh, they'll show her goddamn daddy on the barricade,
1: <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Or Bianca's, yeah, exactly. Bianca's family coming in, or Montez Ford carrying her to the back, or you know, Sasha's accidental, well, not accidental, but um, caught smile. I don't know if you've seen that, you know, or she's, and, and why not? You know, that's, that's great. I didn't think it was time for Bianca to win, but only because of the story going forward. I mean, you know, I have been a you know big fan of Bianca Belair from the beginning. And I thought, man, it'd be great if she won the Royal Rumble and all that. But I just thought, at least until Sasha kind of turned into a bully herself, that she would, you know, go to WrestleMania and then lose. Because it's like she put on just this huge clinic, you know. And she just wouldn't quite get it done. But you could see like sort of this rising star, like Bianca Belair will be back. You know, she will have another WrestleMania moment. So Mm -hmm. it does surprise me a little bit that that was, you know, the story they ended up telling.
0: Yeah. So there's a lot of things that came from this that I've been talking about for years on the show when it relates to Bianca Belair. It's going to be. A crazy, crazy moment because it's going to happen. When that braid get cut off, it's going to happen. It's, it's part inevitable of it. since the day one that I seen that thing. I knew it was going to get cut off because, you know, I, it's a great gimmick. It's a cool aesthetic, but it's not sustainable because it gets in the way. You get hooked on things. She's almost tripped over to uh, it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a book times It's a hazard. If you were if you can go back, because I can tell you exactly where it happened. You remember when they was doing the vignettes for her? When she was coming up and she was doing like the track meet shit and all that stuff.
1: (laughs) Yeah, CrossFit photos and all this. Yeah,
0: there's an exact moment to where she was on the track. And uh, you know, she was in the starting blocks and she was getting ready to take off and do some shit, like run the hurdles or whatever. If you look at the edit, right before she she took off out of the blocks, she tripped on that (laughs) ponytail and they just they couldn't cut it out enough for you not to tell. Oh,
1: I've gotta see that. I've gotta see that like
0: They cut it as close as they could without, you know, having to scrap that piece of footage or whatever. But she when she came out in block, she stepped on that ponytail. and (laughs) It's going to go away eventually. I don't know how far in the future this is going to be but mark my words, I have audio upon audio of me saying when this happens it's going to be some crazy shit. Because this was the tell of the tape to her winning tonight. It could be sooner than what we think. She daggone on Sasha attacked that ponytail the whole fucking match, the whole fucking match. She she fucking yeah. choked out with it. She pulled off the ropes with it. She put a the thing.
1: bank statement. She wrapped it in, and I thought, okay, yeah. this is how she's gonna finish her.
0: Yeah, you know, I, she's I, gonna
1: do all this rolling and stuff, just like with Drew McIntyre. I almost feel like they took it from Sasha. You know, what if we can roll you back into the Hurt Lock? You know, and I think yeah. that's kind of what they tried to do, or the Oscar Lock, or whatever. Yeah, fill in the blank lock. There's a lot of them, but the point is, like. It, it seemed like, you know, that was going to kind of be her downfall. And, you know, unfortunately, there's already kind of a stigma against the hair. I don't know if you saw V-Rob, but there's some article that was posted on Twitter. And <laughs> it's funny. I think it was my friend Jason Howe, but he was like, stick to sports. <laughs> because this guy is saying, like, you know, um, it hurt black representation and it hurt Sasha and it shouldn't be used that way. And I'm like, oh, my God, you see how many times people whoa. wail on each other with whoa. kendo sticks whoa, whoa, whoa. and all whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: kinds of stuff? Whoa. Is the person that wrote the article made the statement, was he black?
1: Oh, okay, yeah. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it was... okay. that's, that, okay, the, the then that's what it is or whatever,
0: Then that's what it is or whatever, because I, I see it as anything else. It's just a fucking prop. Jake the Snake had a snake. Goddamn Sandman had a kendo stick. You know, yeah. it's just a prop. It, it is what it fucking is. Stop being upset for people who ain't upset and shut the fuck up and just damn on. And Sasha's
1: happy too. Yeah, You know, I mean... Like that—that's the thing. It's like sort of the love of the game. I mean, hell, hell you know, Bailey had a kendo stick match. I think it was against Sasha, and her back was all bruised and stuff. But you know, it was sort of like for love of the game. It wasn't like, oh, how horrible to see women get battered on television. Like it's—that's not what it is. You know, these are people who willingly enter into this. And I'll, I'll tell you what else, B Rob. I'm gonna say something that's gonna probably piss people off, and that is that I think this match was a better headliner, like a better main event match in WrestleMania. Than that whole Ronda Rousey, um, you know, Ricky Lynch thing or whatever. You know, I I think it was a good match. This one was better,
0: 100% better. 100%, 100%, 100%. 200% at that. (laughs) Fuck yes. You know, people will
1: be like, oh, well, there's no, you know, Sasha wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that match and blah, 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 and all this. Yeah, but if you look at the matches comparatively, like this match was just everything, especially Bianca being able to military press and like bring her up the stairs. Yeah. Wow. Amazing.
0: Amazing. God, this woman
1: has it. Yeah. Like even more than I thought. And like I said, she was going to get it. She was going to get it. It's almost like if Rhea Ripley doesn't win tonight, it's not like she's just going to like fade into the sunset and never come back at all. Yeah. It's just, I just didn't think it was going to be time. You know, I think that that moment spells trouble for Rhea Ripley. And that's kind of a different topic. But I think it spells trouble for Rhea Ripley because I don't think you're going to do two big, like meteoric rise moments, especially for someone who, Literally, they just walked down the ramp and looked at Oscar, almost like, and so
0: they're gonna fight at WrestleMania. It's like, yeah. oh, what? But I mean, at the same token, this is Rhea Ripley's second WrestleMania match for a title. So I mean, True. who's to say? You know, and but then yeah, once I- again, we go we go back to what we were saying earlier. Oscar is a veteran. We have less time with Oscar than we do with uh, Ripley. You know, so. That's true.
1: That's true. And hey, they were bold enough at 34 to break oscar street too. So,
0: you know, granted it was Charlotte Flair
1: just like with everything else, but at the same time, they were bold enough to to do that one.
0: But also, but uh, Sasha Banks, uh, Bianca Belair, one of easily within top ten, top five WrestleMania matches of all time.
1: And also Sasha's best gear of all time.
0: Yeah, I liked it. I I like. I like. Wow.
1: You know what I mean? That's just, that just says it all right there. I mean, just stunningly uh, like amazing kind of gear.
0: History. It was history. And I enjoyed every, every, every bit of it. But, oh, yeah. Let's get into the preview of uh, night two and we can put a cap on this thing. Um, First off, you know, I'm just going off of WWE.com, going from the bottom to the top. We got the, uh, we talked about it earlier, the women's tag team match. We got Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax versus, uh, freaking Samoan female and Canadian female
1: <laughs> there you go
0: I, I, um, I, I almost I was about to say Nia Jack, uh Nyla Rose again I don't know why she's stuck in my mind right now
1: <laughs> I mean it's just, it's that powerhouse of AEW like it's not you know obviously it's very different circumstances you know uh very different people you know things like that but at the same time there's kind of that presence you know there's kind of that just you know solid powerful presence over everybody else where she could just ragdoll everyone and, and she has i mean honestly if nia Jax fights bianca belair i mean i i forget but i'm pretty sure they fought in nxt i'm pretty sure she would just take her by that hair and throw her just like she takes people by the head and throws them
0: mm-hmm. i'm telling you man you to go back to that one little thing whatever the day that Bray get cut off they better make that shit a fucking angle to where it's just like a match versus hair match a oh same. my god! I was thinking I, the same thing when you were talking about that. I was like, "What if they had a
1: hair match?" And obviously, they're not going to bald Bianca in the ring, yeah, But yeah. just to cut that braid. Yeah, I mean, that w- that would be something else right there.
0: Or even to like what we were saying, or whatever. It cost her a high-profile match, and she just get frustrated and mad. She cut the shit herself. Like, I mean, it has to be visual. It has to be done on camera. It can't be you like have, to have a moment. Yeah, it, know, can't, it can't
1: just be like it, it can't be like Lana. And it can't uh, be like her, instead of building a well, wedding angle, it's like, well, he was the first report. They uh, they said on Instagram that they're engaged, and it's like, y- y- y'all forget how this is done. <laughs> <Yeah>. no, <laughs> you it, it, forget it, how Vince McMahon does this stuff. Yeah, you don't just it, announce you're engaged. It's a thing. It's a whole thing that has to happen.
0: Yeah, it it can't be like Bailey or whatever, where she just came out one day and you know the hair was gone. Nah, it has to be visually cut on screen to where it be by her own hand out of frustration. Or, goddamn, somebody she loses it in the match, or somebody be like, tie, tie her hair to the rope, beat her down, and clip that shit you and know? cut
1: it off. It's like, you know, no disqualification, you know. Even someone put, picks up the mic during the match or whatever it is, you know, just something like you said, visual, because yeah. it would be a moment. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it'd probably be in you know, Sports Illustrated and all kinds of stuff. You yeah. know, it's going to use his famous or loses famous hair yeah. in yeah. match or something. You know,
0: it's, it's going to make the person that does it. And it's going to solidify Bianca Belair at the same time. That's the two things oh, yeah. that, that cutting that braid would do. I don't know when it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. And as soon as I seen it, I knew it was like, going to
1: happen. OK, she was on, the, she was supposedly on the, the Kelly Clarkson show the other day or whatever. Oh, not to to show. But that doesn't. <laughs> That doesn't build, <laughs> that doesn't necessarily build Bianca. It's almost more like trying to build her up to be able to reach Sasha, you know, as opposed to, you know, she's walking in and she's this big deal. It was almost like, and you know, she's taking on Sasha Banks more so than here's this big deal that's going, you know, that, that's going to WrestleMania in a high profile sense, you know. So now Bianca's at that point, like I said, that'll make her like almost like immortalized Yeah. When when there's that hair moment.
0: To, to transition back to what we say, we got back on the tangent or whatever um <laughs> the, the women's tag match or whatever i i feel like um Reg- reginald the chevalier is gonna be there and he's gonna cost
1: uh, oh, no. naya, and
0: them, naya and them the match because it, it, it's he's there for whatever reason and for him to not play a factor in any of this shit uh, whether it be you know he, he could make them win but i, I feel there's gonna be you know, a detriment to them and have them lose the match because of him. So, Or I'm he distracts
1: Nia or something like that. So then, like, Shayna ends up losing or something like that. You yeah. know, that, that's the only thing I could really think and, of.
0: In a feud between them two, because it seems like they've they just always been at each other since they've been a team or associated with each other. So I, I, hopefully yeah. that's what it'll go to.
1: This is hard, though, isn't it? Because, um, you know, like I said, I follow Natalia on Instagram. And so I've been seeing her talk about, you know, Tamina, and their yeah. time yeah. and all this. And it's like, isn't it just kind of building up this big deal, kind of like, you know, it, I feel I felt like Bianca was, you know, kind of building up this big deal until Sasha started being a bully. That's when I changed my prediction to Bianca. Mm. But that they, they're making it, like, so hyped up that it's like you have to lose because it wouldn't be dangerous to allow Nia and Shayna to still be champions. They could still, you know, really be powerhouses. They could still compete with the likes of, you know, everyone in the division. Um, and, you know, of course, Tamina... I think makes it sort of that X factor cause she is strong and she can go with Baszler. I mean, so is Natalia, you know, she's no slouch either. It's not and like I she's just being thrown would. around. So okay. I, I don't know who's going to win offhand. I really have to kind of yeah. think about that one. My, my honest prediction though, would be um, retaining the titles though, just right. because of all that hype, you know, magnet that Natalia is trying to create. And I just, I don't necessarily feel like it's going to be that time yet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um... Regardless of however you feel about Tamina or how much the internet trashes or whatever, best super kick by any female I've ever seen.
1: Yes. 100%. I mean, it's right in the neck, right in the face. I mean, like it, it, you know how, you know, we talk about leg slaps or, oh, they're not making contact or whatever. It really looks like it. Mm -hmm. It really looks like it a lot of the time.
0: Interesting match between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, two lifelong friends, two lifelong rivals in professional wrestling history. Are uh, finally making their WrestleMania debut in a one-on-one match, which is going to be glorious. You know whether it be shenanigans or they just literally beat the hell out of each other, it's going to be uh cool to see something like this culminate for lifelong fans of uh El Generico and Kevin Steen.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, you know there were years where I think it was Sami Zayn was injured. There was one time, and then of course, like last year, maybe that would have been what you built, but then you have. You know the pandemic and everything it's so WrestleMania really doesn't happen. Um, my only thing is, like, do we have to Logan Paul? You know, do we have to
0: do that? Celebrity man,
1: I mean, I know he's a celebrity, but it's just, I mean, uh, okay, I don't really even like Pat McAfee, but I will say that Pat McAfee did the thing, you know what I mean? I, and respect I want, to him for the performance.
0: I won Bad Bunny versus Pat McAfee at WrestleMania 38.
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. How about next year in Dallas? Next year. Let, let's just do it next year that, that'd that be fantastic right. but can we agree that kevin owens is jumping off some variant or some part of the pirate ship that that's happening you know yeah. i just he's i don't know exactly to how he's gonna jump, off something.
0: I say he gonna jump off something. i said he's gonna jump off something.
1: i'm seeing, remember, I'm seeing pirate gonna, ships
0: i don't know how they're gonna finagle it with that pirate ship it was way up there on top of that titantron or whatnot but something's gonna happen some shenanigans They'll oh, have nope. to
1: do it where it's like, you know, it's it's a platform and stuff like that for, you know, TV production. But it's like, you know, and they happen to have the the crash pad or whatever. Sort of like, I'm just thinking, I mean, this is way back when, guys. But, like, imagine, what was it, Shane McMahon and Steve Blackman, you know, that kind of thing. Where yeah. it's like, it's like rigged up. I don't think they're going to go that far necessarily, like, you know, that distance but or that height. But I do think that it could be pretty substantial, especially WrestleMania, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and Kevin is a guy who, he would totally do that. He would totally do that spot, you know? So I I see that now in terms of winning, I have to think Kevin Owens, just because Kevin Owens, I think has had more of the momentum. I also think he's had the edge. I mean, if you guys watch, I think it was NXT takeover rival, if I'm not mistaken, Mm -hmm. where Kevin Owens makes his debut. And I remember thinking like, okay, this guy comes in, he's supposed to be a big deal. I'm like, you know, whatever. I mean, okay. So he beat, what what was it? He beat the, the the green guy, but he beat juice Robinson is who he beat. Um, and it's like, okay, he beat C.J. Parker at the time. yeah, whatever. But when he threw Sami Zayn down, you know, and that led to him becoming champion, or I was like, oh, my God. I couldn't believe it. This is just random guy, as far as I'm concerned, because I didn't really watch ROH or anything, comes in and beats up a guy who has been in the company for, like, you know, two years, and then becomes champion. I'm like, what are we doing? What is this? You know? And I've just grown to respect Kevin Owens so much since then. I mean, even... What he said on twitter during the pandemic and you know losing folks during the pandemic and you know uh you know you should wear a mask for others and all, all this like he just seems yeah. very like courteous he seems like a generally good dude and sammy and the whole uh almost like QAnon stuff or just you know kind of out of left field stuff okay all that considered and logan paul and all that i just still don't see him beating kevin owens at the end of the day
0: makes sense um, I don't know. I, I can't figure out, but like who has the best of who in their confrontations against each other? I know the last major win came from Sami Zayn, I believe, right?
1: I think he finally did. Yeah, he beat him at some, gosh, I, it a, I don't remember it it view. and it was a real was a good match
0: because he, because he beat him with the Huluva kick and it was beautiful because it was just like they had this crazy ass match and then it came to the end and he, the camera zoomed right in on his face and he was just like, yeah, he, it, he knew what he had to do, and he just came across the ring and kicked him in the face, and he it won. Was,
1: you know, it was almost no. It's not the same for anyone that remembers, but it sort of reminded me a little bit of Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair,
0: Ric Flair. Hell you yeah! Like,
1: kind of like, oh, I just uh, I can know we're friends, but I just have to, and then boom, a Loova kick right there. You know, and I want to say it was a Summer Slam, but you know, I, I like my mind gets clouded because there's WWE yeah. just brings so much to the table. There's just so many moments and matches and things that a lot of times you might think something happened at Battleground and it was actually SummerSlam and it might've been someone else, but it wasn't Battleground. Yeah.
0: And then they have the, the thing to where like, it doesn't matter how many good things they do. They do one shitty thing to fuck it all up. So it's a lot of that too.
1: (laughs) Yes, exactly. You know, like, Oh, it was great until the finish. And then this happened, you know, or like Brock Lesnar's not even in the match and he wins money in the bank or something like that. You know? Um, interesting comment coming on Facebook there, but um, yeah. you know, <laughs> you just never know, be Rob. You yeah. never know, you know? Yeah, um, yeah,
0: you missed the titty meat conversation when we were talking about Natalia slapping his sister titties. But, um, <laughs> it's like every
1: video, it's like, oh, okay, well, they're just making Easter eggs. Oh, nope, nope, that turned into that, too. They're
0: making titty eggs. Yeah,
1: he's like, oh, they're just making cookies today. Oh, nope, nope, turn into that, too. You know, It's like, wow, you know, and and TJ is in these videos and I'm like, do you do you realize what happens when you walk out the room, or is this like all part of the deal? Like I don't know, I just I,
0: I wonder. <laughs> all right, but uh, we're um, unanimous on this one. Uh, Kevin Owens is going to take it. And next up on the card is um, you remember that guy that we spoke about a little while ago? He, he wrote the article about Bianca Belair and um the, the braid and all kind of other stuff like that. Yes, this is the match that he should have wrote a fucking article on. A fucking Nigerian drum fight? What the fuck? What the fuck is this? I didn't you know. know. You mean, I didn't know they had the stipulation or whatever. I knew these two were having a match, but where the fuck did the Nigerian <laughs> drum fight? Not knowing what the fuck it is or what the fuck is going to be, it's coming to my mind right now. It's just like some daggone some some dance fight. It's like a beat it video and shit. You know, they they fucking dancing and they playing they're the, they're drum. the
1: knives, yeah, and, and and then they have to circle each other with the knives. Yeah, they're just playing and just drums, like, and
0: looking at each other in the eyes. They're doing their drumline style and shit,
1: a revolutionary war match. Like advance, you're just playing drums, you know, and stuff. Like also, look. I mean, look. I understand there are people who don't have accents and suddenly have them. You know, Lana is a good example of this.
0: What the fuck it is?
1: But it's like Apollo Cruz. We've been seeing in the show. It'd be different if the guy was like from NXT. And then, you know, all of a sudden became this, uh, you know, Nigerian or African prince or, you know, something like that. Well, I mean, you didn't really watch him in NXT, so things can change, et cetera. You know, I mean, um, they, they, they did reverse Kofi, Kofi Kingston more. on this
0: guy. Like, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> they oh, they reverse Kofi good. Kingston on Apollo Crews or whatever. He came in with a regular accent and then they, you know, he got one later. <laughs> they <Right>. did reverse <laughs> Lana.
1: Yeah. So, it's like I'm from Jamaica, Palo man. King. And I'm like, what are they doing? Like, I don't. I don't, I don't get this. And then he doesn't have it and then he, he goes long enough without the accent. No, everyone knows Kofi Kingston you know. I'm surprised that but he wanted to
0: be like the, the fight on Black Panther or whatever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't be surprised if one of them is dressed sort of Black Panthers especially with Chadwick Boseman oh, passing. Oh, oh. Not too long ago.
0: To, to go with that to go with that what Brian said about the Black Panther fight. Big E is going to knock Apollo down. He's going to say is this your king? Is this
1: your king? <laughs> yes yes that would be the thing and the crowd will pop for that i, I could see that but oh, is me, um, or, or do i think of those stupid like i, I want to say it was dolph ziggler and Sheamus or something but those uh um, music city matches where it was like they had like drums and instruments and crap in the ring okay. and they're just like hitting each other with drums you know and it's like why are we doing this like what like you what got, is got that, right? elias elias you know it's like now he's hitting yeah. him with drumsticks it's like okay but why
0: yeah they're gonna have is just a drum lumberjack match? It's just the ring is going to be surrounded by drums. A lumberjack match. A drummerjack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's what it's going to be. Watch, it's just going to be the ring surrounded by people playing Nigerian drums and shit. And they're going <laughs> to fight in the ring. All oh, that. No, they're, they'll replace the the turnbuckles and the ropes with with Nigerian drummers and shit or whatever. <laughs> that, that's what it's going to be. Goddamn! That'd be great.
1: A drummerjack match. I, I can see, and I can see Vince McMahon and Pritchard, you know, with their sort of. You know, back year ideas or whatever. You know, I could see, I could see them doing that. You right.
0: know, enough of this shit. Enough of that shenanigans. Let's go <laughs> to the next match. I don't, I don't even want to deal with it no more. My mind's gonna be all over the fucking place. I, I little- kind of
1: think, I kind of think Apollo wins because they're bringing up, building up the whole Nigerian drum, this and that, and his accent and everything. Maybe it's his moment because he hasn't really had one since he was the U.S. champion for I don't know a month or something till Baron Corbin just basically you know, um walked over his back on on the way to being king and everything else.
0: Yeah. Oh uh, shit, he there we go. He's it's gonna be like the Kumite or whatever. Is it they're gonna have a freaking they're gonna have a pit full of glass and shit. They're gonna have to dip their hands in glue and they're gonna just fight in the ring while drums play. Fuck it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Right. And then well, the drum beats harder as as, as like more things happen. Oh, it'll You're be
0: getting, like it'll be like um the inferno match, whatever, every time you do gonna, a gig, yes, an
1: audio inferno match, is what it is. It gets yeah. louder. <laughs>
0: yeah, every time Literally, movie. right I, when you
1: said that, I was like, I'm thinking audio
0: inferno match. So yeah, great minds right there, B-Rob. Yeah. As soon as the fight gets intense, the drums get harder and faster. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if, as long as
1: Braun Strowman comes out with a cello, you know, to like rival the drum and then beats up people. I'm OK with that, because right. that is one of the funniest things no, I've ever man. seen.
0: We're we, we going to keep falling down the rabbit hole. Fuck that. Uh, <laughs> Shameless she- and uh, Matt Riddle. <laughs> Not too much pomp and circumstance to this. I don't think um, Shameless is going to win. He's been doing the job as a veteran does and whatnot. And I don't see him being the United States champion again.
1: Yes. Um, you know, I I've never been like high on Matt Riddle. You know, so to speak. Ah, I mean, but ah, he's,
0: I see what you did there.
1: I actually, I only thought of it actually after I said it. I mean, you know, the, you know, I guess he's kind of high himself. But the thing is, I mean, no judgment on that. I mean, if you use drugs or whatever, I mean, you know, RVD obviously does a lot as far as we know and as far as stories go. Um, but that said, you know, I just I, I've never been the biggest Matt Riddle fan. I would like if Sheamus had kind of another run and whatnot. I just I don't think it's really going to happen. And no. I think that the momentum is behind Riddle. I mm-hmm. do kind of like the barefoot in the ring, you know? I mean, it's hard to oh, do things, but it seems like um, he does it.
0: Please correct me if I'm wrong. But are they really doing the freaking the birds fly when you do the fl- slipper kick? Or is that somebody did on the Internet?
1: I haven't. I honestly have not seen that. Um, You know, I, okay. I know a lot of these storylines, like almost all of them. Riddle not not so much. Right? I really haven't seen anything, and WWE doesn't really hype things. It's just like, oh, he won his match. As for birds and stuff, I really don't even know. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah they met oh. on the bump. That was they met cool. on
1: the bump. Oh
0: wow. Oh, that's another one because you you take you get high at the bump. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I wonder. I wonder if WWE thought about that kind of you know, and then when they put that together, you know, the oh, birds no. are real. Fuck. Wow. Anyway. I mean, how did that even start? Does I mean anyone? Does anyone know? Like, because I, I don't, don't know.
0: know. I but, I have no clue. I just I, I, thought it was funny, I thought it was just somebody goofed it on the internet just to make fun of it or whatnot. But whatever.
1: And, and honestly, B. Rob, I could see it ending almost the same. I mean, obviously no MVP this time, but that Seamus misses a brogue kick, and then that opens the door for Matt Riddle to be able to do his finisher. Mm-hmm. Or you know, it stuns him enough, whatever, and he's able to do his finisher, and then it's like, bro, and he ends up winning. Yeah, you know, right.
0: let, let, let's get to the match that we're more intrigued about, and that is Asuka versus Rhea Ripley. Um, I could see Rhea taking it, you know, I think she's old a moment because we all agree that uh, Charlotte wasn't the right pick to win that match at her last Wrestlemania or whatever. I mean, I know why they did it. We understand why they did it. But as far as to give the the fans what they want, you know, Rhea Rippey was the right call in that um, moment or whatever. And I think this is just a a payback right here.
1: (laughs) Could be, you know, but see, my thing is okay, I could see Rhea taking it. and And the main reason is because Paige did it from NXT, you know, and it's like she came out and I'm like, Wait, wait, wait. So someone's gonna debut and she's gonna fight for the championship. So you imagine she's gonna do like John Cena in his match against you know Kurt Angle, where it's Look, like she's
0: not debuting. You know, you lose, she's, returning. She she's not debuting, she's returning. <laughs> well, yeah, no, but I mean from like a yeah, you know,
1: from you. this from this like sort of stage, you know what I mean? You know, I mean she's been on it before, but it's not like the same, you know, the same kind of energy. Whereas, like, you know, here I see it as being like it's definitely like her moment is going to be like a big deal, but especially uh, after Bianca won, I just don't see them doing like two new women's champions and completely making it new. You know, I could see her, maybe she goes over on SummerSlam or something, but yeah. I would predict Asuka to win just because I don't know that they would want to do both of those in the same weekend. I
0: don't know. You know, I- it, it remains to be seen, but I, I'm still ride right with Ripley. But I I do agree with your points that you've made or whatever. It's just like it's be a great
1: match though.
0: Yeah, it, it's just like here you are. You had this young girl, two back to back WrestleManias. Oh, was it yeah. two back to back? Yeah, it's two back to back WrestleManias. Well, whatever the Singled last one Man. was. What was the last Rest,
1: the, the last WrestleMania we had? You know what was was it? I mean, because they had one during the pandemic, right? But like, it wasn't. Yeah. It was like at full sale or something. I don't remember yeah. exactly.
0: My timeline jacked up. <laughs> it, it, it
1: was. It was hard, y'all. Not because of like COVID or anything necessarily. Okay, but it was hard. Be, it was hard to like get invested in that because there's no fans and it's not like a spectacle, you know. Mm-hmm. So it, it just isn't the same when it's like it's WrestleMania, but it's an NXT arena, you know, like. If you're playing a video game, like you're playing WWE 2K, and you're you know going to play a, a WrestleMania match, but then you change the arena and you turn into like NXT, you're like, what? What? Why am I doing that? Like, why? Why did it randomly choose that when clearly we're leading up to a WrestleMania? You know, like why is it NXT? It's almost kind of like my mentality thinking of like last year's WrestleMania.
0: So your mentality versus her brutality, I understand. I get it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> The nightmares is, is upon us, you know. Um, oh, speaking of nightmares. I,
0: Speaking yes. of nightmares, we got The Fiend versus Randy Orton in a shenanigans match. I mean, they didn't put a stipulation on it, but that's what this is straight up going to be a shenanigans match.
1: And th- and look, is it, let, let, is it a roaches on the screen match, or is it something
0: else? This, this, <laughs> it would be a cool callback that they do something like that, though.
1: But, or no, um, a House of Horrors match, but with Alexa Bliss in it, you know? So they still drive in a limo to go fight each other for some odd reason. But
0: this, is, this is a I'm gripe that I have. To be there too. This is a gripe that I have with this match. We got more titty meat in the chat. Hey, <laughs> this is a gripe that I have with this match, though. People are jumping on the fiend, talking about he came back all burnt up. Logically, because he got burnt up on TV or whatever. Oh, is he gonna wrestle like that? And then they're gonna, is he gonna just be the same fiend or whatever? I was like, look, first of all. Randy Orton got a fireball in the fucking face, came out with a <laughs> burned face. Then the next week he was healed. What, what made you think the fiend with all his magical powers and all this other bullshit? He's a legend. Back, Terminator. You know, going to come back, you know, with the, you know, regular fiend garb or some shit like that or some different variation of the thing. He doesn't have to be burnt the whole fucking time. It's make believe it's a goddamn TV show. You dumb asses. So, right. And, and
1: the thing is, the thing is, B-Rob, it's all about spectacle. As long as it doesn't look like whatever the heck that was in the AEW, we're good. You know, as long as it looks like someone's getting burned, like, oh, no, oh, there's such an explosion. And there's like sparklers going off in the background. You're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Toasty. That was, that, that was, that was tough to watch. That, that was really, that's really, oh, did, especially with like Titanic uh, music, that was tough to watch.
0: Did you see the, the little internet clip somebody made or whatever? Like, Kane doing the little shit at the Hall of Fame <laughs> speech, and when he dropped his arms, it was the little sparklers from AEW. <laughs> <laughs> and I love how they're like what do you expect what did you think was going to happen I am like,
1: "I don't know maybe something that looked cool visually mm-hmm. you know I mean you know maybe it looks like actual fire like the earth shattering kaboom, the earth-shattering
0: kaboom. <laughs>
1: but he's covering him because he's exploding it's like he's practically ending him I'm like man you guys had to have like practiced this or watched this or something but then again you know Tony Khan does those commercials so I mean I, I guess there's not too much editing over there but that's a
0: different story yeah, they they leave in all the botches for recorded shows. I don't understand that. Anyway, um, I don't I don't foresee Randy Orton coming out victorious on this because they everything that they built up to this has led to the contrary. So, whatever.
1: Especially Alexa Bliss, she could just screw. You know randy orton in this you know she could well, just do mean, something
0: that's what, the, that's what the, a lot of the internet fans are saying that she screwed randy orton when she sat on his lap that one time or whatever although
1: yeah no, no no not, not do that because his wife was not happy with that apparently so <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was um, but uh but no I, I just mean that she just needs to get involved it doesn't even need to be definitive but if you think about it um orton kind of does need or you know it's like bray wyatt kind of does need the win right because yeah. of the dumb shenanigans with orton and wyatt before where it was like, he's, you know, he has powers and he can change, he can put it was like roaches on the screen, it almost seemed to EW dumb, but you know, it was like roaches on the screen and distracting Randy Orton, but it's like, oh, but he still loses. Yeah. So he has control of everything but the match outcome. Well, that sucks. Yeah. You know?
0: Screw Randy Orton. Screw him. Fuck him. Yeah, yeah, just make sure Alex does
1: not doesn't doesn't finish the same, because like I said, she was not a fan of the finish.
0: Yeah, she yeah, she'll finish all right. Ski ski ski. Anyway, <laughs> now we're on to the main event. Triple threat match and I have enjoyed all the memes that I've seen across the internet to where they've inserted Daniel Bryan into like these iconic one-on-one matches or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh we got Daniel Bryan versus Edge versus Roman Reigns for the WWE Universal Championship. Um I'm not going to even put a prediction on this one because I am not upset with the outcome for this, for, you know, if it, whatever way it goes. Because we yeah. got Roman Reigns that came back from leukemia. We got Edge that came back from a neck injury. And we got Daniel Bryan that came back from some concussion problems and other injuries all yeah. together in a main event. And it's fucking awesome that they're still healthy. They're still here and they're still competing. So I do not have an official pick for this match. Um, But moving forward, moving forward, moving forward from this, um, I look at it as, you know, if they go forward with Roman. What else is there for him to do? I mean, there's still other credible people, which I mean, we just had Cesaro win. So, I mean, that's a feel-good moment and, you know, that's momentum behind that victory. So, I mean, they could be prepping Cesaro for something down the line. Could uh, be. If you have Edge win, all we get really is the benefit of maybe continuing a feud with him and Daniel Bryan or, you know, get to see some potential matches with him and talent that we have not seen him get to work with. Which, if he did win, I believe he would go forward with Daniel Bryan. You know, just a one-on-one match. Now, Yeah. Flip side, if Daniel Bryan walks out of this, it could be easily the same thing with um, Edge, like I just said, but he can go on to Cesaro as well, and they can have some crazy shit between just them two alone. So, yeah.
1: The two indie darlings, especially with, you know, Cesaro and Bryan, you know, a lot of people knowing, you know, Claudio from back in the days and whatnot, you know. So, I mean, I'm sure that momentum can ride too, but wouldn't you agree that? Daniel Bryan kind of has the least chances. I know there's all the meme and stuff like that, but like the least chances, just like storyline of winning. Eh, I mean, I believe he had to be inserted with (laughs) Edge, it's special with Roman, of course. You continue, yeah. Um, and and one more thing, I feel like Roman, I mean, look, I, I don't know, look, all these people they know about contracts and they're like, oh, you know, he's probably gonna come back in February of 25, or I don't know, but just in terms of like what we've seen or in terms of what's left for Roman, especially being head of the table. And with Paul Heyman, Brock Lesnar returning would be huge.
0: Mm-hmm. And then like after just this, just looking at Roman right here, if he lost here, you know, it would be the end of him essentially, because I mean, what what else is there to do with a title list? Roman reigns, you know, you can't be head of the table without the title.
1: You <laughs> yeah, know? exactly.
0: So uh, it's most just like, ambitious
1: at the table, it'd be a great shirt, y'all. It'll be on WWE shop tomorrow.
0: Yeah, most so ambitious like, at the table. So it's just like he he has to win, you know. He has the he has the most to lose by losing, <laughs> you know. Yes. So I mean, that's so. With that being said, I guess if I had to take a pick, I know I was going to exclude from this match or whatever. I believe Roman Reigns retains, and it just goes on to Daniel Bryan and uh, Edge feuding because they costed each other a title match, <laughs> you know.
1: Yeah, it could be. And a match that we haven't seen. I don't know. Have we seen a Daniel Bryan Edge match? I don't know. If someone knows, that's awesome. But I, I don't remember. Nah, you know? I don't. And if you did, did you see a big one? Did you see like a, you know, pay-per-view match or was it just like, it's a special on Raw, you know, or something like that? Eh, okay, whatever. And I believe the old, other the old other school Uso. Raw or some crap, you know?
0: I believe the other Uso is healthy, too. So you can probably have another Pitbull come out there and help with the with the finish shenanigans. <laughs>
1: Main event Jay, did they come up with that name like two weeks ago? Like, I don't
0: remember. Oh, no, they've been calling them that. They've, him that ever since a long time. The main event, Ever since him and Roman had the main event match leading up to that, they uh start calling them that
1: because I'm like, I didn't feel like the name got mentioned so much though. Like, it's really been pushed in the last month, you know. Um, because you know, I've been watching Friday Night Smackdown at least more than Raw, and because mm-hmm. I really do think it's the A show, mm-hmm. I really think I really do think it's the A show, um, you know, especially when you look at a lot of like. Okay, like I was talking with some friends, you know, you included B-Rob, like on Twitter. And I was saying, you know, is night two less exciting in a way than night one? And I think it's because a lot of the night one people, I was, you know, my favorites really liking a night one. Whereas night two, yeah, they're on Raw and yeah, they're champions, you know, in a lot of cases. But it's like, eh, I'm just not as invested in them as the Friday Night SmackDown people.
0: Yeah. It's just, um... I, I, I agree with Brian down here or whatever. He's like, you're going with uh, Brian because Roman needs new motivation and Edge wants to have uh, dream matches with other people and it doesn't need a belt for that. So, you know, I and I agree. So that's, wh- that's why I kind of like forego my, my pick earlier because, I mean, we got all this, you know, here. We got all this information about these three individuals or whatnot. And Brian and Roman moving forward could be good shit because, I mean, they have a past and whatnot. And, you know, we all want to see the spear versus spear, which we'll get that on some level here in the triple threat, but yeah, you know, it'd be what it'd be.
1: Yeah, and, and for Edge, you know, of course, it's just the comeback story, like how amazing yeah, would period. it be if he won? So, I'm like flip-flopping between Roman Reigns and Edge, but it's like, mm-hmm. my prediction's almost not Daniel Bryan. You know, that's, yeah, know, kind of what it comes down to for me. Um,
0: and, I, and it's, I guess and it's if I had thing. to pick,
1: like, I'm leaning towards uh, I've been leaning towards Edge, but now that I think about the whole possibility of Brock and sort of like who does he pick between, you know, Brock and Roman, I don't know. You know, maybe it ends up being uh, switched in my mind. You know, maybe I go with Roman at the very end, you know?
0: And then you keep saying Brock and Roman. I mean, we don't need to go to that well anymore. Everybody is clamoring for Brock and Bobby.
1: <laughs> True. Yeah, it was just surprising because, man, mean, I would have turned that off in 2002 or 2003. Yeah, yeah. Like, i would not have cared because it's just like oh it's just two big men you know and whatnot and didn't they already fight though lesnar and lashley like at least pre-her business didn't there any kind of fight and lesnar was able to win i have
0: no clue i doubt it i, I, I don't feel know.
1: like it, i feel like it was like an extreme rules or it was a you know it was one of those sort of like middle pay-per-views you know um know.
0: But, Bri- brian in the chat might be a more of a historian about that you got this big brain for wrestling and shit
1: <laughs> yeah, I've probably got like five things wrong since we started, but I'm just, you know, <laughs> trying to go off best knowledge as I can, especially with uh, timelines being screwed up, like you said, with the pandemic and
0: everything else. Never fought. Oh,
1: never fought. There you go. Never Thank tried. you, Brian. <laughs> oh, yep. so that, then there you go. That There's more intrigue. So maybe there's all the reason in the world to do that and keep it on Roman, you know, and I, I don't know, like, especially with actually the title he has, you know, maybe... Lesnar wants to go after that, you know, because since Friday Night Smackdown changed or whatever, Lesnar hasn't come back as far as I know, so he could still pick whichever show. Yeah. You know, in in theory.
0: Yep. Austin theory. (laughs) (laughs) That's the way. Um, Ah, I see what you did there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, See, there you go. And they stay there, y'all. Um...
0: (laughs) Well, uh, I mean, that's pretty much it, man. I mean, as far as night two goes or whatever, out of all the matches that we spoke about, uh, what one is um, the you looking the most toward?
1: I mean, you know, of course, I would say it really is the main event. Um, unlike last night, there isn't like sort of that show stealer that I can think of. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I just have to say that because there's so many different ways it can go and so many different storylines that build forward – um, I really do think it's gonna be Roman Edge and Brian. Um, and I think surely we're gonna see something tonight that plants the seed for what that future is, whether it's for, like you said, Brian and Edge going at it, or whether it's you know Roman and whose opponent he has or something like that. And if it doesn't, then like you said, uh, you know you still got raw, you still got Smackdown you know coming up in the next week. And so there's lots of opportunity for something to to really bloom. You know, people go, oh, crap, yeah. now I do need to get Peacock or whatever.
0: Yeah, get the cock, baby.
1: <laughs> uh, they didn't think that one through. It was, uh, but, you know. Uh.
0: As far as what I'm looking forward to for night two, um, it's not too much, man. You know, I'm just looking forward to the spectacle that is WrestleMania. But night one, I could have been content with that. We could have not had a WrestleMania tonight or whatever yes. I could have been fine with that
1: <laughs> like if i could only go to one and obviously i didn't go to florida you know i didn't go to tampa or anything but if this would have been the same situation in dallas and you have to you know either go to both or you pick one of the two i would have just gone to night one and been like i'm good
0: yeah because uh but, you know night night two seems like it's just filled with a whole bunch of shenanigans and gimmicks and shit i know yes. I mean, the only thing they had what last night was the cage match right pretty much t- yeah i mean it's really a match was like it wasn't too gimmicky or whatever but you know
1: no or like the spectacle of bad bunny you know there was that that x-factor intrigue but other than that i really i, I really don't know i don't know yeah. that there's anything that is really just like I, I will say you know brian it looks like mentioned uh ko versus sammy yeah that's probably the number two that i would say and someone yeah. say well, why not the intercontinental And i'm like because it's
0: that nigerian, nigerian drum, drum fight. the
1: drummer drum jack match just doesn't matter that much to me
0: goddamn they're gonna it's gonna be like the busting rhymes video they're just gonna have a whole bunch of people in uh nigerian garb standing around the ring.
1: well you had snoop Dogg for sasha why don't you just have busta like rapping 100 miles a minute you know while they're while they're drumming and stuff like that you know that well, work.
0: Well, wale is gonna be there he's gonna perform biggie entrance so
1: <laughs> oh well, so there you go there you go there did, all it's the more be- reason you know so you got Black Panther, you got Wale performing there, and
0: you got Busta go. Rhymes. Dude, if you want to write a racial inequality piece on some shit, there you go. The Nigerian drum fight is what you should have been writing an article on, you dumb son of a bitch.
1: Yeah, but I just, I just don't think that that Bianca should use her hair that way. You know, I feel like it really sets race relations back. I'm like, wasn't it two black people in the match and Didn't, weren't they both, like, okay with it? And also, hasn't Bianca done this before? Like, is this your first night watching WWE? Uh, Just, you know? Listen,
0: let's not do it. Um, (laughs) Yeah, um, I don't know. I just want to kind of get night two over with so we can get to Raw and SmackDown to see what's going to happen after that. See what happens
1: next, yeah.
0: What happens next. I mean, like I said, I've got everything that I wanted to get out of WrestleMania last night, so.
1: Yeah, like, I'll check it out, but I'll be honest, I may not even watch all of it live. Mm. You know, just because it, it doesn't have that same intrigue to me. Yeah.
0: I just, You know, I was just like, glued hours. to my
1: seat last night.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you got any closing thoughts on anything like that? Because, I mean, this is where we put the pin in it, homeboy.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you know, thanks for having me, B-Rob. And, you know, the thing about it is. We can't sleep on the fact that Daniel Bryan has already been putting all these memes and stuff. You know, um, I think the only thing we haven't done when it comes to those memes is put Bernie Sanders in the triple threat with the three men. You know, somehow uh, Bernie Sanders sitting. Um, but the thing about it is, we can't sleep on the idea of Yeselmania too. You know, because it did happen. You know, in New Orleans, and it was pretty unlikely. I mean, he was going to be Triple H. That was just a dumb like setup, or whatever for the end. Yeah. But the point is, you didn't know. That Daniel Bryan was going to win the match in the end and you know it ended up popping the crowd immensely so It's like we can't sleep on that possibility either. So I just think it makes it so tough Um, but final prediction I would say Is that roman retains i'll say the roman retains
0: yes I, I agree with that And um, if you put these two side by side the, the night one night two or whatever I mean, We'll probably get more analytics for, from ajr from the either the chat or tweets and whatnot uh, night one is gonna outdraw night two by leaps and bounds, I believe, or whatever.
1: Oh yeah, but, I think so too.
0: But it it just it remains to be seen. I'm still gonna be watching it. They're gonna get my my analytics from my device or whatever. It is I'm gonna be streaming <laughs> it and shit. So it is. Yes, what it how is.
1: many tweet engagements and whether WrestleMania is the number one trend of the night? That's always what you know. It says like on the screen and whatnot. You know, we'll see bad
0: bunny uh, won't be there so it ain't gonna be good
1: <laughs> no yeah I'm, t- I'm telling you that guy is a superstar and y'all i'll tell you you know i hope we get one more match from bad yeah. bunny you know even if it's during SummerSlam, because if you know freaking steven amell and that boring offense got two nights then mm-hmm. bad bunny's got to have another match in him
0: That shit, i wouldn't be surprised if he pop up on raw you know do some shenanigans have another match
1: That'd be awesome. Like, I they mean, look, I know that they this gonna... guy, he can't be on every Raw, especially when they start going on the road. I, but the, as the much as possible, of, I would love it.
0: The tell of the tape is going to be if they come out with a bunny destroyer shirt. Yes. <laughs> they have him just doing the, the destroyer on a bunny or some shit like that. It's going to be crazy. I might buy it. I might <laughs> buy it sell. if you make one of those. Yes, sir. That, that'll sell for sure. I don't buy many shirts, but I might buy that one. If they have a. a a photorealistic or even a, a character version of Bad Bunny doing a Canadian destroyer to a bunny, I might buy it.
1: <laughs> also, he needs to be downloadable. Like, I will not buy WWE 2K, and I don't think other people should. if Bad Bunny isn't in the game. Oh, like, he if, needs yeah, to be I'm, in that game.
0: Boycott 2K 2022 20, if they don't have Bad Bunny as an unlockable character.
1: Especially people floating in the ring and all the glitches and everything going on. I mean, you have to at least if, give us if, Bad Bunny. If
0: he is not a pre-order character... <laughs> Or a season pass character. Fuck 2K22. 22, 22. <laughs> <Funny.
1: laughs> I don't know. How about this, B-Rob? You have the glitch where he's where they're like above the ring, you know, and it's like these ladder matches. People just start floating around and crap. And he's put like a story in me peak, and it's like Bad Bunny like way above the ring. There you go.
0: The damn, the tractor trailer <laughs> entrance will be on the game, and he'll just drive through the ring. <laughs> 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 but yeah. enough, man. We, we, we're gonna go down the rabbit hole the rabbit
1: started. hole oh i see what you
0: did there see that could be i did that one that That's was like of, right there that's finishing the think... rabbit hole that's awesome but um, all right on behalf of myself and tall mike which i that's what i have you in my contact information uh <laughs> that has been it for wrestling this